I think we all hope that there's a place called heaven, at least I assume we all do. And if there is a heaven and a hell, when we die, we'll probably be judged by someone. And for some of us, that could be a big problem. I've read that most people never even think about heaven or hell. They're too busy thinking about their lives and how to pay their bills or get a better job or maybe a new relationship or even a new car or almost anything other than dying and going to heaven or to hell. With advances in medicine, a lot of people believe a cure for death might be found, so they might never even need to face the possibility of death and from disappearing from the earth. So what's the point of thinking about heaven or hell? Besides, there's too much going on in my life to even think about death. The coronavirus pandemic has made some people think about it, especially the ones who are on life support in hospitals and, of course, the people who didn't make it. I'm pretty sure that if they thought they might die at any minute, they thought a lot about heaven and hell. People facing death probably can't think about much of anything else. You can read a lot about heaven and hell, although who can really know what either place is really like? But what if they do exist? And what if you could talk with people who are there? Thomas Edison was a fascinating man and brilliant. He actually was working on a device that he hoped would be able to facilitate communication with dead people. He really believed it was possible. He was interviewed by a writer for Scientific Magazine in 1920, and he said that, I've been working for some time building an apparatus to see if it's possible for personalities which have left this earth to communicate with us. He said, if this is ever accomplished, it'll be accomplished not by any occult, mystifying, mysterious, or weird means, such as are employed by so-called mediums, but by scientific methods. Some people may consider this a good idea, but I'm not so sure. We've all lost people we'd love to communicate with. But is it really a good idea to disturb them in the next life if there really is one? Maybe they're just as busy as you are in your own life, and they don't want to be constantly interrupted by you asking questions about what it's like where they are. Hey, Fred, I know you're busy, but can you tell me if there's hockey in the afterlife? No? Oh, there's no ice where you are, right? Is that because you're in hell, Fred? Is that why there's no ice, because it's way too hot with all of that fire and brimstone? Oh, that isn't it. Okay. I see you have ice, but there are no Zambonis. Really? You're kidding, right, Fred? Because I always had you pegged for hell, but you always had that crazy sense of humor, too. So, are you in hell? I knew you'd go to hell. Wait till I tell your ex-wife, Carol. She'll be so happy. Do you really want to know what it's really like in heaven or hell? Or maybe there isn't a heaven and hell, and it's just another place where you get a job and get married and want a better job and a newer car and all of that stuff you had here. That would be kind of a disappointment, wouldn't it? Some people say when you leave the earth, you go to another dimension where things are just the opposite than what they were here. Some people like that idea. They'd love to live in a dimension where Tom Brady and Bill Belichick lose nearly all of their games and never even make the playoffs. I know people who say they don't want to go to heaven when they die because things there are too nice. They think it would be a very dull place, heaven, so they'd rather go to hell. 
I'm not sure that's a good idea. Yeah, heaven might be dull, but it also might be very nice. It's probably very beautiful up there in the clouds and being with a lot of nice people. That wouldn't be so bad, would it? It'd be so peaceful, and you'd have no worries. You'd be with most of your family and friends, and everybody would be happy because no bad things could happen. And Nancy Pelosi wouldn't be there either to annoy you all the time. In fact, it's not likely that too many Democrats would be there at all. Certainly not anybody from MSNBC or CNN, so that'd be nice. There wouldn't be any radicals running around tearing down statues of the saints or angels or anything like that. I'm pretty sure that in heaven, that isn't allowed. There wouldn't be any Antifa thugs setting fires and looting and smashing windows either. Wherever members of Antifa go when they die, there should be fires and they should be very hot. But maybe it should be like a barbecue where the Antifa people are the meat. But unless someone perfects that communication device Thomas Edison was working on before he died, we're never going to know what heaven or hell is really like, or even if there is a heaven or hell. I mean, sooner or later we'll find out. We'll all know for certain soon enough, but I'm not in any big rush to find out. But we can speculate. There's no harm in that, is there? My biggest fear about heaven or hell is that there's someone who'll be there, a judge of some kind or a jury, that will look at my life, give it a real examination, and decide where I'm going. I'm not sure if I like that concept. I know it's in the Bible and everything, and I can live with that concept, or in this case, die with it. And this is the final answer, you know. We're going to spend eternity in one place or the other. Of course, there are people who believe in reincarnation, and I suppose that could happen. I could come back again and have to do this all over again. It would be nice if I did come back and find out that there were no more progressives in the world. But that would be heaven, wouldn't it? Being judged by God is what most Christians believe. Some people think an angel might do it. That would be okay. God or an angel would be impartial at least. You'd get a fair trial from them. I wouldn't feel very comfortable having the judges, say, from American Idol decide where I spend eternity. Simon Cowell or Katy Perry deciding my fate? I don't like the sound of that. Getting a fair trial from a jury of American leftist radicals would be the worst thing that could happen, though. Imagine having to defend your thoughts and actions for your whole life to people on the Democrat left. I see that you're white, Mr. Johnson. That means you're a racist, and you're sentenced to hell. But wait, don't I get a lawyer? Can't I defend myself against these charges? A lawyer? You don't deserve a lawyer. Besides, a lawyer is not allowed to defend anyone accused of a hate crime. But I can prove I'm not a racist, Your Honor, if you just let me have a lawyer. Hey, wait a minute. I know you. Didn't you used to be Rob Reiner? I'll never get a fair trial with you as the judge. You're a meathead. I may be a meathead, but you're the one going to hell. That would be just my luck. Rob Reiner, the judge in my hearing to see where I spend eternity. Being judged by any progressive these days is hard. They just don't believe in looking at the entirety of a person's life. They pick out the parts they want to use to prove their point, and they forget about everything else. And they use your thoughts to prove you guilty, 
even though they don't even know your thoughts. Most, no, all people have done some really good things in their lives, and some bad things too. You see, there's this little thing called forgiveness. But if you've noticed lately, people on the left just don't believe in it anymore, especially if you're a Republican. In their new religion of revolution, there is no such thing as forgiveness. I used to know a priest who would say that you must learn to forgive others because no one ever crosses the bridge to heaven without forgiveness. So if you can't forgive others, then you can't be forgiven for your sins, and you can't ever get to heaven. He used to say that when you're judged, you would see your life and all of the good things you did and all of the bad things too, and if the good outweighed the bad, you would be forgiven and go to heaven. If you were a borderline case, and I assume I'd be that, you'd go to a place called purgatory, and you'd have to stay there until you'd be called to heaven. And while you're in purgatory, you'd have to spend all day listening to speeches made by Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and Al Sharpton, and speeches on logic by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Talk about hell. But people on the left don't believe in fairness and justice these days. Just ask any statue. And if you don't agree with everything they stand for, everything, without question, you're condemned for eternity. And you're never forgiven, ever. At least, not until you prove that you're a never-trumper. In some cases, that can get you into a kind of a media purgatory, where if you spend enough time saying bad things about Trump and his deplorable followers, you can go to progressive heaven, which is really hell to conservatives. Confusing, isn't it? But this isn't confusing. If we continue down this terrible path being pushed by the left, there's no hope for America, or for the world for that matter. They'll do or say anything to gain power and control over our lives. And they're incompetent leaders who will take us to places where failure is the only outcome. They're trying to judge us, to control us, not to help us. And if they ever gain complete control, believe me, you won't wake up to find yourself in heaven. This radical leftist mob sweeping the country claim to be the ultimate judges of our character and motives and our lives. Who do they think they are? And why are so many members of the Democratic Party and the media encouraging them? And why aren't Republican members of Congress standing up to them and condemning them? Are they afraid of this mob? They were elected to defend our country, our values, and our freedom and they're running away. How sad. No religion or God sets a standard of perfection for getting into heaven. If they did, heaven would be mostly empty, and purgatory would be full, and hell would be overflowing. But the radical left is using perfection as their standard to judge people. Using this phony standard that no one can live up to, at least if they're normal human beings with all of the usual human faults, they're conducting a mini reign of terror, trying to silence any opposition to their radical ideas. Gods and religions recognize human frailty. That's why they promote forgiveness for people who try to be better, who strive to overcome their weaknesses. But the radical mentality of the people on the left doesn't allow for forgiveness. It doesn't recognize the fact 
that the people of this country have done more to end racism and injustice of all kinds than any other country in history. We aren't perfect, so we must be destroyed. They don't care one bit about morality or injustice or racism. They care only about power. People on the left are trying to shut down all opposition by telling everyone who doesn't agree with them that they are evil and racist, and the media are helping them. And you're condemned if you don't agree with them completely. They want you to accept their totalitarian version of heaven. And as of right now, they're winning. Do you really want these radicals in charge of judging you in any way? If you allow that, you'll spend the rest of your life in a hell you helped create. The American people better stop sitting on the sidelines, pretending that things will get better. They won't if you don't get out and vote and get everyone you know to vote. The weakness shown by the leaders of our cities only encourages the radical left, and we can't let that happen. And you need to call your elected leaders and tell them to do something. If you do nothing else, you can pick up your phone and you can call them to complain. That's something they understand. Maybe it's the only thing they understand. Make their lives a living hell if they don't stand up to the radicals and stop their dangerous agenda. Heaven is an America that lives up to the Constitution, a place where people believe that all of us are created equal. There are injustices we need to correct, but compared to any other country in the world, in the history of the world, we're a heaven for people of goodwill. And that's what most of us are, people of goodwill towards all. It'll be a hell of a thing if we let a relatively small group of radicals change this country. Don't let them judge you. Stand up to them. Any judging of our lives should only be done by gods or angels, not by power-hungry, mad leftist radicals who know nothing about history and who care less for our freedom.